0: I love you, Chloe. I
1: love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up fits? Everybody, fits happens. Time to get your fits on. there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play? This is the fit soul. Says what he wants to say.
0: Brothers and sisters, ladies and
1: gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z player. oh yeah. yeah, yeah, oh yeah,
0: Fitz Happens Live from our radio hub for Tuesday, it is June 4th, 2019, and let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast, everybody, some say Tuesday's the toughest day of the week, I would absolutely agree with him. There is Drew. I just went out and bought some lawn chairs, you know, like a real adult. <laughs> yeah, that's adulting though. It is.
2: You it never know where those come from when you're your a kid. <laughs> oh.
0: Yes. To go around, sit sit around, around the smoker. smoker. Yeah. Oh, yes, my god. It's Grill Week on the show in case you're <laughs> tuning in. All right over there is Bethany for uh, the Mouth from the South.
3: I find something disgusting in my house like once, maybe every two weeks and of course, whenever I find it, no one fesses up. No one.
2: Didn't do it.
0: Well, he's proving all of his teachers wrong because having a smart mouth does pay our host, The Fitz. I just want to know how that hair gets in the bottom of the shower.
3: There is no hair in the bottom of the shower, and you need to leave it alone because I'm about to put up. Uh-uh. You don't Ooh. want me to pull out some of the disgusting things. Oh, I've- uh-huh.
0: these are all lies, folks. Mm. All lies. Why? Oh, you know what? The other day, I completely cleaned my bathroom, cleaned my sink, did an unbelievable job with it. It He's looks. He's proud
3: of himself, Drew.
0: I'm so proud. And still, anything that came out of that sink, nothing compares to what happens <laughs> after a woman takes a shower. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know what is going Drew, on at the bottom of that drain.
3: Don't agree Can until you explain? you've seen that sink. You well, have not, first off, There was about three months worth of chin hair and facial hair all over that sink.
0: Not by the hair of my chinny chin chin.
3: Uh, It was, no. Uh It's just, no.
0: That's all right, because three months of chin hair is nothing compared to what's at the bottom of that drain in that shower.
2: (laughs) I have not seen his sink, so I don't know, Uh but I have seen... A woman's shower drain. I, once t- I had two living with you for a while, and the, the drain would get plugged like every third day. What is it? What is going on? How do women lose so much hair? What is going on with the hair? We
3: lose, well, everyone loses like 100 pieces of hair a day. Yeah. How are so, we not all bald? I know, How does it right? grow
0: back fast enough to cover
2: it?
3: But we just obviously have longer hair, so it's more noticeable whenever you wash it and it comes out. Yeah,
0: do you know, I, I remember when I was a kid. And I remember, you know, using the shower, you know, after my mom obviously used the shower, and I remember thinking the same thing, like, oh, my God, what could possibly... It's like a fistful. It's like, yeah, it's like an animal down there. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, I don't know about that. It's the but...
0: bottom of the drain. <laughs> so, anyway. <laughs> uh, you know what? I just Yeah. Mysteries, mysteries. And, of course, ladies always have certain things in the bathroom, too, that I, I like. She's got this green a thing that looks like a green claw that is in our bathroom and, and years later I have no idea what this is. You know it's you diffuser, make new user,
3: I've told you lots of times.
0: Right. That's probably what you use to suck up all that hair at the bottom of the the drain in the shower.
3: Well you just keep thinking that. All just right leave my then, stuff folks. alone. All right.
0: Uh, welcome to the show. I'm very excited about today's show because it's the Tuesday <laughs> it's the Tuesday show.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. This is the one that comes after the Monday show. This is the one that comes after Monday, you guys, and here it comes. Let's go. The
3: legendary
0: fits
1: Happens Live. And now, now, it's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day.
0: Folks, thank you all. Thank you all. I am here, of course, standing by. Getting ready to report the news that did not make the news i'm going to take you out of a graduation speech from west virginia this is titled ashton is it really you you guys a girl from west virginia realized that her high school principal completely plagiarized his graduation speech from ashton kutcher last week now if you don't remember a couple years ago ashton Kutcher gave a speech at the Teen Choice Awards in 2013 when he won their Ultimate Choice Award. You guys, this dude I'm about to play for you copied it word for word. Not even like taking a little bit of the idea and doing something else with it. He took it word for word. He even used the the, the same teenage job of carrying shingles at a construction site. You see what I'm talking about? Now I'm confused. Alright, listen to this.
1: I believe, I believe that, that opportunity, opportunity looks, looks a lot like lot hard, like hard work. work. When I was we combined a kid
0: the voices. Up, when I was 13, I had my first job with my dad carrying shingles up to the roof.
1: Company carrying shingles up and down a ladder to a roof. Was and that I, I never, never had, had a job, job in, my life in
0: my life that I was better than?
1: That I was better than. I was I always, was always just lucky to have a job. To just have a job. And, and every, every job, job I had, was a, had was a stepping stone to my, stone stone to my next job,
2: and I never quit, job. No I never quit I my job, job until I had Can my next job. Can you believe next so this? And so look opportunities
0: look a lot like For me, look like. we right, we're gonna get to part two. Well,
3: uh, you know what's funny is that he's sitting there talking about opportunities look like hard work, and yet he didn't use yeah, any work on the speech. He didn't, he didn't he put speech. the work he in on the speech. <laughs>
0: Well, so what do you do in that situation? Do you
3: well, fire the number principal? one, you don't, if Maybe. you're the principal, you don't plagiarize someone that everyone knows.
2: Right. Like he, somebody he, that
3: was played on national television. He could
2: have done like a Winston
0: Churchill speech yeah. and got away with it, but someone who kids like? Or like how about you like Google, yeah, graduation speeches, uh, Alaska, 1972.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, something.
0: <laughs> yeah. The other issue here is uh, people have been plagiarizing famous
2: Abraham Lincoln speeches for you know, a century, but now Ashton Kutcher is Abraham Lincoln. Like now he's the one, the,
0: the role model of speeches to aspire to. Oh, did you hear the beginning of it? In the West Virginia, he said four scorned in 70 years ago. <laughs> four Th- scorned on that 70s show. Yeah. The- <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so I, I'd really like to get to part two. It gets even worse. This is actually taking up the What Are You Kidding Me stories today. Here's more of the high school principal. Uh, and again, I want to say that they are layered on top of each other. Ashton and the principal, we kind of mixed them up to, to show you how much this guy is just stealing from Ashton.
1: The most attractive, the, sexiest the most interesting thing, thing in the thing in entire, the entire world, world, world about a person is being, is really, being really smart. And <laughs> being thoughtful. And, and being generous. And being generous. Everything, Everything else, I promise you, is just crap. Crap, crap. Try someone's to trying to, to sell you, you so don't, don't buy it. it. Be smart, be smart, be
3: thoughtful,
2: thoughtful and be generous. Be
3: generous. Yeah. Wow.
2: It's like he practiced it in front of the TV. Be the smart, down.
3: be thoughtful, and be generous. Except whenever it comes to stealing your speech to the off on the internet. <laughs>
2: That's a big issue with high school kids now. because they can get stuff off the internet, yep. so they get in trouble for plagiarizing. So he's like done the crime now.
3: Lead by example. Thanks a lot, buddy.
0: Stupid's what got you there.
3: Wow. I just can't wait till Ashton says something. I mean, surely Ooh, he's going to hear about yeah, it.
0: Yeah, it's going around. Does he even have to? You know? No. No, he doesn't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, no.
3: Might
2: be kind of punching below his weight to, to go after yeah. a high school principal. It probably just kinda seemed kind of mean. What? I'd say, I'm flattered. Thank, yeah.
3: I'm flattered.
0: And there you go. You got the.
1: What are, are you kidding, kidding me? Stories
0: of the day. You're
1: listening to The Fit Show. Fitz Heaven's live. This is the
0: Fitch Show. Fitch happens live.
1: More no money, more no money, no
0: money. Yeah, more money, more people making money off of uh, off of the God. Man, it's not cool to make money off of the God. You're supposed to do His work, and I believe that the Good Lord wants to take care take care of the people who do His work. But
3: yeah, make a living, make a
0: living, absolutely, a
3: decent living.
0: But do they need to make a $760 million fortune?
3: I don't know about that. I don't
0: know if God wants you to have a a, a Gulfstream jet to fly around, private jet that you buy from Tyler Perry, you know, that you buy from Medea.
3: Well, you know, it's not only all that kind of stuff. It's also even, like, getting right down to, like, the Pope. I mean, he does live in a walled city. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, made of gold. And, and by the I way, mean, Bray, we're not know. we're
0: not getting religious. No. No judgment no, no, no. or anything here. We're, just We're saying. simply sharing with you what, what we found out, and we just got to, you know.
3: There's a lot of, of money in God. <laughs> a lot of it, money in God. Right,
0: and there shouldn't be. You know, that's not what it's about. You know, there's an 82-year-old uh, minister that I actually grew up uh, uh, knowing all about. He actually lives close to my hometown. Uh, his name is Kenneth Copeland. And he was confronted basically by by a reporter from Inside Edition talking about his lavish lifestyle. And uh, talking about how he has a couple of private planes. He's got his own runway. Three. Six. $6 million home outside is, of Dallas. Is he the same one that we talked about several months ago and he was
2: justifying buying a more expensive plane because God needed to have a better, bigger plane to well, get there faster? He that, also, was him. Yes, that was also him. He's also
3: the guy that claimed, um, yeah, he needed the three private jets to travel the world because he didn't want to fly commercial with, quote, demons. Demons.
0: Right. right. And and you guys listened. Whether you like his message or, or not, you got to know. This is not right. No, Well, no, this is Jesus not right. was all
3: up in the demons. I mean, what I'm saying is Jesus was yeah. all around people, and I would assume that's what he means by riding commercial with Jesus would have
0: flown commercial. Jesus no would have been
3: flying commercial. He yep. would have been on Greyhound. Like, well, Jesus would have been rolling.
0: Well, here he is. <laughs> yeah, he probably would have been on a Greyhound. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Yeah. Uh, here he is with Inside Edition and angrily pointing and staring at the interviewer, and then all of a sudden he realizes he's on Inside Edition. Listen to that.
1: How are you, sir? We'd just like to
3: ask you about why you don't want to fly commercial. Why have you said that you won't fly
1: commercial? You said that it's like getting into a tube with a bunch of demons. Why do you think well, that? No, no,
3: listen to me just a second. Of
1: course.
3: Not the people. Oh. The main reason Baggage. is because of the need.
1: If, if I flew commercial, I'd have to stop 65% of what I'm doing. That's really the main
3: Isn't it true that you want to fly commercial so that you can fly in luxury? How much money did you pay for Tyler Perry's Gulfstream jet, for example?
1: Well, for example, that's really none of your business, but...
3: (laughs) Isn't it the business of your donors?
1: Listen.
2: That's a sassy answer.
1: I paid. (laughs) You kind of caught me off guard here, okay?
3: Mm -hmm. Certainly, well... You like that to was come out here I'd like to give you a chance to, to catch your breath and, and have a conversation. We don't want to catch you off guard. I
1: love Inside Edition. You gotta get this now. Hey, you listening to me? My my wife thinks Inside Edition is oh yeah. <laughs> anyway.
2: Uh-oh. Then the stumping begins. Anyway,
0: yeah, people...
3: It... I didn't have an answer prepared for this. <laughs> Someone didn't tell me what to say to this question.
0: I was on my way <laughs> to the United Arab Emirates to do a to do a sermon. Then we were going to fly down to the French Riviera mm-hmm. to do another. And then on to Brazil. Then on to Brazil. Uh,
3: and to the Cannes Film Festival.
0: <laughs> back yeah, back to France <laughs> for Cannes. It's the Fit Show. It's Choose Your News.
3: It's Choose Your News.
0: Everyone on the show is about to pick a headline that we think you need to know today. It's Choose Your News. I need somebody kind of explain this to me. Apple is reportedly dumping iTunes after 18 years. In its place, they're releasing separate apps for all the stuff currently jammed into iTunes, like music and podcasts, TV, movies, books, apparently all separate. All those apps will do what iTunes does now, and you won't lose any of your downloaded purchases, apparently, from what I understand, though.
3: So now we have to have like seven apps for what one does?
0: I wonder, like our, uh, our assistant producer, and- our new assistant producer, Ryder the Young in the other room was telling me that he said, people don't buy music anymore. I go, what do you mean? Aren't you supposed to buy music? He goes, no, people don't buy it anymore. Yeah, because this is why they have to do this. And I was like, whoa.
3: Well, Apple Music, you know, I don't really buy music. I just kind of subscribe to the service and then I can listen to whatever I want however many times I want. And
0: now, I wonder if they just might have an Apple Music app. Oh, well, that's it. She just
2: nailed it. They aren't trying to sell you. They don't want to sell you the... Songs you can own it forever. Now they just want you to pay the monthly subscription, like a Spotify uh, or one of the other ones. So well that you then, can. How do the artists make money? Because the subscription that pays on the stream pays on how much you listen. Just like with YouTube, when you listen to it, a little little sliver of a penny gets shaved off and goes to them.
0: So it measures how long you're listening to the music, and that, how many times you listen.
3: Yeah, how many streams, for instance.
0: And that's how you get charged.
3: That's how no, you No, no, you pay like
0: 1995 a
2: month, but depending on which music you listen to, that's how that 1995 a month is distributed amongst the
0: artists. Still don't see really how they make a living. You, you, well, they don't. They're they don't. taking the money Jury. away from the artists and giving right. it to these companies. That's yeah. why
3: Taylor Swift, Jay-Z, Beyonce, all these people have had such gotcha. big problems with streaming services.
0: Yeah, I understand that. All right, Drew, what about you? Choose your news. Well, guess who's heading back to court? Blackbeard the Pirate. Ah, oh. We're more accurately... Blackbeard's ship, the
2: Queen Anne's Revenge, which 300 years ago, he ran aground in North Carolina, just off the coast. Mm-hmm. Well, it was found in 96, and one of the crews that discovered the ship and did a whole like uh, uh, videography and you know explored the ship and all that, uh, they are suing the state of North Carolina. And actually, this goes back to what you were just talking about. It goes back to uh, copyright infringement, because the state of North Carolina is using materials from the ship, and they've actually pulled several hundred items off the ship and they're on display. Well, these rescuers, these people who discovered it are saying, well, we, we have rights to that. And the state came in and took the rights from it, from them, uh, and it's all being wrapped up in the same copyright wow. law issue. So they are suing the state of North Carolina for the rights to Blackbeard's ship and all the stuff on it and all the proceeds coming from its discovery.
0: Wow. I mean, yeah, you think the, the people who found it first, but I guess the state saying, sorry, this is part of our... The Our water, yeah, so states The, the water. court
2: created what's called uh, broad sovereign immunity to right. protect states from those type of lawsuits. But they're saying this is all about digital piracy and sound recordings and everything else all rolled in the same case.
0: Brand new laws. Brand new laws. Since, uh, since that ship That'll came on shore. Yeah. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South, choose your news.
3: Well, speaking of interesting, less than half of college students, like at 41%, so not too far off of half, say that hate speech should not be protected under the First Amendment. Now, I don't know if they realize that that's opening up a whole can of worms because freedom of speech is freedom of speech. But just 58% of college students said that hate speech should be protected under the First Amendment. So, um, I mean, experts say that those attitudes are, of course, problematic, illustrate a lack of education and understanding of the Constitution.
0: They probably want all that stuff protected so that, you know, they won't get in trouble for all the stuff they posted in seventh and eighth grade and in high school.
3: <laughs> Possibly. But I'm thinking it has more to do with. Yeah. They just don't. Uh, I don't think they really understand what they're what they're saying. You can't. You know, you just can't do that. You just can't say well, you of, can't say what you want to say, but you can't.
2: There's a lot of misconceptions about what the First Amendment covers. It, it protects you against retribution from the government for speaking out. It doesn't protect you from what your boss says, or what your friends say, That's or true. what your university says.
0: All right, there you go, you guys. That's Tuesdays. Choose your news.
1: Fit with a C. happens live. 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 This is the fit show.
0: Fits happens live. If you're not a P1, you need to be one. Tune us in. Turn it up. Keep it on. And It's really simple. Just set our show's the number one button on your preset, and you can never, ever, ever take it off. Drew is here. There's Bethany the Mouth from the South. I just got this in my inbox. Uh, always love staying in touch with you on Facebook.com. Slash follow Fitz. Uh, they say, Fitz, I started dating, we'll call him Jeff, four weeks ago, and we decided to do an escape room with some friends this weekend. It ended up being a wake-up call for me. I realize I'm dating an idiot with a short fuse. <laughs> <laughs> he was yelling at everybody, getting really upset. He was super competitive. He sounded so stupid. He couldn't find any clues or figure any of the clues out when the others found them. It was such a turnoff. We ended up failing the escape room. I was so embarrassed to see him yelling at my friends. My best friend didn't say anything about it, but I could tell that she was not happy with the way he acted. I want to break up with him, and when I told my mom, she thought I was being a little harsh. Of course she wasn't there to see how rude he acted and how dumb he really is. (laughs) My other friend said that I should just have some fun this summer since he's really hot. I think every person should test their mate by doing an escape room to see what they're really like when put in a stressful situation.
3: Under pressure. What
0: are your thoughts? Yeah. Uh, All right. First of all, thank you so much for that message. I'm honored that you're reaching out and and sharing this this awesome stuff with us. Um, I say awesome because it's some drama we're going to dive into. mm -hmm. Drew, have you been to an escape room before?
2: I just did one about... I don't know, three or four weeks ago, See, with you my seem girlfriend.
0: Like you would be the guy that w- you seem like you'd really enjoy that. I, I did. Would I, too. I thoroughly enjoyed trying it. to figure out.
2: But I was in a group of people who all weren't. So I really feel this because the group of people I was with, I didn't. We didn't know them. It was one of our friends. This gal invited my girlfriend Jill and I along, and it was all her friends. So we didn't know anyone but her. Were you so you weren't this guy uh, screaming in, inside of the escape room? No, but no, there, but he
3: was frustrated. I was saying. frustrated
2: because it wasn't a good group that worked together. So people were yelling over each other. People were like confusing the issue. They were, you know, it was it was a mess. We did not finish it, which I was disappointed in. But I totally feel her pain. Like basically, she found that thing that exposed his his weakness. Right, like all those jokes that say never date someone until you've seen them. Like deal with slow internet or something because mm-hmm. they'll lose
0: their mind they'll, you know what their like their level is i have a feeling i i might be that i might be jeff in that room i have a feeling about <laughs> the escape yeah, so that's room. why
3: i've never been able to do it is because he would start slapping everybody what, what if would the ju- guy's just claustrophobic. Would lose control
0: you, are you kind of claustrophobic like you don't want to be locked in something I don't want to honestly be bored for that long period of time, just playing a stupid like little game. That that I'm saying, that's how I would see it. Mm. I would I would go. I think I
2: would be bored. If you're not into like puzzling out problems, then it's not for you. And, and
0: that's good. Yeah, I don't think that's I would enjoy like that. plotting thing out, trying to uh, let's. Doesn't it just take too much time?
3: See, this is another reason why I don't think that video games would work for you. Mm-hmm. Because I mean, it's like video games now. Like you have a strategy, you've got a team that you're working with on mics and.
0: Right, I honestly I mean, can't like, sit down for long periods of time yeah. and do that either. So I I'm like onto the next
2: thing. I'd be
3: like, "Where is Fitz?" You'd be, <laughs> so be you playing, playing one on my
0: phone, bumping into the wall
3: in the yes. corner.
2: Yeah, I'd be playing Words with Friends in the corner. <laughs> 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 so yeah, you, that, you bring up a great point. Maybe this just isn't that guy's scene. I wouldn't throw the guy out. Unless she's seen this behavior in other places. Maybe he just didn't react well to that scenario.
0: How long does it usually take to get out of one of these escape rooms? They're timed. Uh, So you typically have
2: an hour or 90 minutes or whatever based on how difficult that particular room scenario is. Did you guys
0: figure that pretty quickly?
2: No, we didn't finish. Wow. We did
0: not finish. Dang.
3: So basically, then they come and they let you out of the room. Right. You didn't. didn't...
0: And they take your money. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, they did that before you started. (laughs)
1: Show. It's happens. Live. Live. The reality check is on. It's, on. It's on. it's time to get real. It's real. For, real. for real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show. All right, stand
0: by for The Fit's Files. The good, the bad, and the gossip on the way in just a little bit from Bethany. The mouth from the south.
3: Okay, so um, this Hollywood couple... We're, they were in the news a lot recently, and I'm, I'm going to say probably about two months ago. A lot of scrutiny on their relationship. We're going to find out exactly how they're doing coming up in just, and you'll want to know.
0: Uh, which Hollywood couple? Okay, yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be trying to guess. All
3: right. Okay. All right.
0: Drew is standing by with a Tuesday reality check.
1: New developments in the search for a Connecticut mom of five who vanished more than a week ago. Police announced the arrest of her estranged husband and his girlfriend.
2: Yeah, this one's heating up, Bethany. You're going to like this story. You probably have more information on I this already, than be, I do. Oh, I've already This been is just—it's it, just—it's just—it's uh, just petrifying. This poor and,
3: mother. I mean, I'm just thinking. It's poor
2: kids. The yeah. kids. So yes, yeah, since since this story started developing, it is now being treated as a homicide. And Fotis Dulos, the. Uh, a strange husband and his girlfriend Michelle Draconis were arrested uh, on charges of physical evidence fabrication, hindering prosecution and first in the first degree um, which are serious crimes right. and I'm
0: sure those lead to, the murder charge. And well, Bethany, yeah. you noticed something about this particular couple. Well, uh, wh- while the cops went to go visit their house, their their body language was pretty yeah. interesting,
2: huh? Over
3: the weekend, the cops went and uh, you know went through their home like twice. I want to say, and he has this huge million, I mean, several mil- multi-million yeah, he's dollar. he's a home.
2: he's a real estate developer. Yeah, like high end real estate developer. Yeah.
3: So um, I mean, he is like he is well into money, and um, they were going through, and you could just tell by the pictures. The way he was standing, you could tell he was very nervous.
2: Well, one of the latest uh, pieces of information on this is that her mother, Jennifer's mother, the missing Mm -hmm. woman, uh, her mother claims that he may be in debt as much as two and a half million dollars. So maybe his business isn't doing as well. To them. Right. And he may be looking for a way out like a little insurance. Not
3: only that, but they've been in a bitter, bitter custody battle for the past two years. Mm. She filed divorce. For divorce two years ago. She's been living in a home in Connecticut. They found um, evidence of blood in the garage and a cleanup. So it looks like someone was cleaning up. The way they caught those two, the, the, the husband, the estranged husband, and the girlfriend, they saw them in a car, in a pickup truck, going from place to place all throughout Connecticut, Camera song, dumping huh? about 30 different bags. Oh, my. It oh, had uh, oh, cleaning yeah, supplies, all kinds everywhere. of stuff like that. Exactly. And we
0: say it all the time. People, you can't get away with anything if you think about it. There is a camera. Even when you think there is not a camera, there's a camera. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, and then to, to see the photo of those poor kids, you know, with the grandparents wondering where their mommy from is. The ages. Also wondering where their daddy is. Right. Not, no, not, not knowing what them, the heck is going yeah. on. Yeah, yeah.
3: and they, um, they're from the ages of 8 years old to 13.
0: All right, there you go. The Tuesday reality check.
1: It happens live. The good, the bad, and the gossip. These are the
0: fist files. Oh, let's see what is going on. What's trending? Star Wars is trending again. I, I, I guess that many of the original Star Wars cast members last week reunited at Disneyland for the launch of the brand new Star Wars attraction. <laughs> Now listen, I'm not saying they haven't aged well, but the best looking one was Yoda. I'm not
3: <laughs> Aww.
0: <laughs> I botox I do.
3: Harrison Hair Ford still I looks have. pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Harrison's
0: always awesome. He's got that big old white beard right now which is pretty cool.
3: He's still handsome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Harrison just Ford. Just don't
3: let him get in a plane.
0: Right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, gosh. I just think
3: someone need- who keeps letting him fly? But
0: hey, when somebody wants to fly, though, you can't hold somebody down. You gotta let them spread those well, someti- wings. Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes clip them.
3: Yep. Sometimes. Uh, sometimes you're they older, need to be clipped. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Dang.
3: <laughs> Have to take the keys. <laughs> it's time to take the keys.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, with the Fitz
3: Files. Okay, so uh, that couple I was talking about, that big Hollywood couple. Oh, I'm talking about Bradley Cooper in Arena Shake. Is that right?
0: Uh, Supposedly. Are they having some issues? They
3: are on the rock.
0: Here comes Lady Gaga.
3: Sha He can be so wow. much
0: better than Gaga. Yeah, but there's something uh, I, I say this all the time and ladies don't listen to me. There's a little little dirtiness. A little lady in the street but a freak in the sheets about the Lady Gaga. I and can that, see that. That's that's what's luring him in.
3: Well, I don't know if it's Lady Gaga, and honestly, she hasn't even been anywhere near him, you know, that we've been hearing about. Recently, Everybody right so. now, wherever
0: you are at home, at work, in the car, look where you are right now when I'm saying it. I'm calling it today. Gaga and Cooper. Something's going to somethings going to be happening.
3: Okay. Are you, You're writing, are you writing it
0: down? It. You're going to remember this moment.
3: Well, I Lady can tell Cooper. you, the pair are said to be trying to work it out because they do have a daughter oh, that, I didn't know uh, that they have a daughter together yes the so. model
0: is his wife is so stunningly beautiful
3: Well they are not married they are not oh, okay. married okay but um, yeah they have a little daughter named I believe her name is Leah and um, they began dating in April 2015 so hopefully you know they're trying to make it work but they say they're miserable together the, all the sources around them so I, I miss hope. you lady Gaga. <laughs>
0: I hope you call me on my phone Message me on Facebook I'm sitting here and I'm home alone Trying to break up with my lady Okay In all the good time
3: (laughs) Thank you, Bradley Okay, let's move on. You never know
0: when he might break in on the show today. Yes. Oh, boy.
3: (laughs) Okay, well, Jay-Z is the first hip-hop artist to land billionaire status, boy. That's right. I don't Um, know.
0: That whole title music thing he did didn't do well, did it? It's still doing all Actually, right. Actually, it's doing um, all right. A
3: combination it? of successful companies, a lucrative catalog of music, smart investments, and real estate holdings all contribute to his considerable wealth. And this comes from Forbes. I mean, so they pretty much know what they're talking about. Yeah. Jay-Z is now a billionaire. See,
2: I, I heard this and I thought, no, Dr. Dre got there first. But I looked it up and although it was reported he got there first, people say he's only at 850.
0: Only. Only. How's he gonna? How's he only eight hundred fifty million? How are he and B. Beyonce? How he and B. How are they gonna make it?
2: Well, no. Jay Z's got the billion. Dr. Dre's only at 800, 850 uh, million. Gotcha.
3: Yeah. So he and his family are struggling. <laughs> okay. So, and I have to throw this one in there because I am such a fan of Bob Ross and his Happy Little Trees, and I'm excited for him because he's finally getting some serious recognition. For the first time ever, his work is being displayed in a museum. Four of his paintings are part of an exhibit of New Age art in Chicago.
0: And he's is he still alive? No. Bob Ross he, he oh. passed a number of years ago. Yeah. Well, good I love for him though. But he, still, he lives on through I his can't work. Believe
3: it hasn't been in you know, I mean, his paintings are gorgeous. They're beautiful. I he love watching He them.
0: is Picasso.
3: Yeah. I think so. That's the good, the bad, and the gossip. That's the Fitz Files.
1: Fitz happens live. live. The Fitz Show. Hey
0: everybody, welcome back to the show. What's up? Uh my name is Fitz. So nice to meet you. Please, set our show as the number one button on your preset. We want you to be a P1. Set our show as the number one button that's that preference one button right there. Yeah, that's all it takes to be a
2: P1. You hear us talk about the club. That's what it takes to join. Lock this show in on your number one preset. Hold it down till it beeps. Never take it off. That's how you become a P1.
0: Bethany the Mouth from the South over there, we really, you know, not too long ago had to drag her on the show because, you know, people were dropping like flies and we... (laughs) Uh, like, you know, uh, Jen our I are head of security. She went back to being a mommy, which is absolutely fine and, and wonderful. So, Bethany, you know, you, you, you jumped in. And people are learning more and more about us, you know, all, all the time. Like, even stories about our wedding. Somebody messaged me. They said, Fitz, I remember you on one of your shows saying, that. did you really have whiskey before your wedding? And didn't that make your wife Bethany the Mouth from the South mad? And I wouldn't say it was... Yes, there was a shot. Drew, do you remember what it was? A wild shot turkey. Of, it was a shot of wild turkey.
2: turkey. Turkey's going to get
0: you. Yeah. And the thing is, before that, my brother-in-law, Thomas, for some reason, thought he'd you know give me a Xanax. And so <laughs> I remember I didn't take the whole Xanax. It was half of a Xanax. And then it was also my brother-in-law, Thomas, who walked up to me and said, hey, get you a little snort. And that's what they call it, taking yeah, a shot. a shot of whiskey. Get you a little snort, take a shot of whiskey. And it was it was wild turkey. So it got kind of weird. Bethany thought that was a little awkward that I had a little uh, a shot or two before taking our vows. Well, and I it mean, didn't affect me at all. I honestly didn't feel anything.
3: Uh, yeah, I bet you didn't. Um, I because you know it's naturally a day that you have jitters. It's you're anxious anyway because it's maybe just you should have had it been, some wild turkey. Well, I mean, I <laughs> thought about you know, well, maybe I'll you know, you know, maybe just you know. Have a little drink or something to just chill out, and then I thought to myself, "No, he will be so mad at me if he Ooh. finds out that I have drank something or taken yeah. something before I walk, you know, yeah. up to the altar." I never and told then you, here but I you're... find out. But then he's... he found out the
0: garter was on the other leg. Yeah,
3: exactly right. <laughs>
0: well, I never told you, your grandfather, your wonderful grandfather, he's taking a couple of shots with he did
3: me. Did not. I'm teasing. Yes. But uh,
0: is there anyone listening who has an awkward wedding story? Samantha's on Samantha.
1: Okay, so the wedding was this year. The groom got so drunk. Um. At one point, all the groomsmen were in the bathroom egging him on to puke. And he couldn't do it. And the photographer was in there trying to take pictures. But the <laughs> photographer decided to leave when one of the groomsmen had to actually stick his fingers down his throat, down the groomsmen's throat to get him to barf. And it was just so ridiculous. And then, like, they came out and right. then and then they all did the speeches. So then the person who did the speech was like, I'm there for you, buddy. I'll do anything for you. even shove my fingers down your throat. Why would he do why? that? Why?
0: why was the photographer in the bathroom taking pictures of him when they were getting sick? Because
1: but I
3: why was one of the buddies? Capture the moments And why
0: was one of the buddies Saying oh here Let me stick my fingers Down your throat Here do it for me I've never seen that I would never let my buddy Do that ever Uh, Reagan. Is, Reagan, do you have an awkward wedding story?
1: Alright, it was actually my best friend's wedding, and um, I was the best man. And his brother decides to get trashed before the wedding, and uh, he's a violent guy, and decides to pick a fight with the uh, bride's father. And the police end up getting called, and he ends up going to jail on his brother's wedding night, and they haven't talked since. <laughs> so, worst of all, his the mom was on the brother's side that started the fight
3: alcohol, mm-hmm. all involved. They're
0: all alcohol related. It's all alcohol Kind of sounds like Drew's awkward wedding story. <laughs> well, I've got two of them.
3: <laughs> We've only heard one.
0: We don't need to get into any of them. No, probably pr- better. right now. All right, if you have an awkward wedding story, we'd love to hear from you as well.
1: Fits happens live.
3: Fits Happens.
1: It's it's the Fits show.
0: Welcome back to the show. You can find me on Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. Go to Facebook, type in follow fits with a Z. You'll see a recent episode, episode two to be exact, of something called Things My Wife Wants to Throw Away. (laughs) Yep. Basically, it's where my wife gets a little psycho and loses it for a little bit, loses it, and she just starts going around the house, really jacking things that are mine, and just says basically that they're gone. So what I've been trying to do is salvage some of these wonderful, personal, sentimental items by letting everybody know about what's going on in my household on social media. That way I can hopefully save some of them. Better watch what you post or the, the season finale will be here throwing you out.
2: Dang, yeah, boy, that's no lie. <laughs> Getting rid of the
0: trash. <laughs> yeah. And the biggest piece of trash of all, my husband. <laughs> well, the thing is... I'm amazed. You know, people people are really in, in, enjoying it, and uh, I, probably to my expense, but we've, we've already lost the jam box that we had. That was episode one of Things My Wife Wants to Throw Away, this really old school 80s I think that's a jam idea. box. Yeah. You'll I never thought, get another one. It's gone. I have no idea what happened to it. It's gone. It's gone.
3: The All tape right. deck doesn't even work.
0: So she threw that away, and then uh, the week, and I did one over the weekend... And the, the item she wanted to throw away was Pinky the Pink Giraffe. Something that my babies have had since they're sweet little babies. My wife uh, wants to axe it. She wants to just launch it out. Is and it that's not. That.
2: Like a stuffed animal? Mm-hmm. It's a stuffed
0: oh, so pink, cool with that. pink giraffe. Yeah. Not whenever. Yeah, I know, but you ain't got no babies. Right. Well, I don't have any of my own stuffed animals
2: But they either. don't.
3: They don't touch it. Right. It sits in the corner.
0: Collecting dust.
2: Yeah.
3: I mean, it's. So another child can love this little giraffe. If you'd
0: like to watch that recent edition, facebook.com slash follow fit. I
3: try to go with the toy story thing. You know, I think about the giraffe being all lonely in the corner, just watching all the other toys get played with, and it gets sad. And so therefore, it needs to find a new home.
1: Yeah. Living in a box in the attic
2: is just no life for a toy. That's right.
0: the, The box is sitting over there on that yellow, excuse me, the giraffe is sitting over there on the yellow chair. And like in Toy Story, I think it would be sad to leave its family. Mm. And the
3: Actually, whenever re- the kids grow up, the, ki- the toys are actually excited to move on to other things. Are they really? They get yeah. loved
2: again. You've seen the movie.
3: Yeah. No, he hasn't seen the movie. I don't know if
0: I've watched it all the way through. Oh, wow. You should. It's a great
2: movie. Especially all, all three. Of three. Three's the toughest. Toy thing. Story
3: 4 is coming out in July. I'm super excited.
0: I think you're just <laughs> trying to find more evidence to back up what you did by completely launching Pinky the Giraffe.
3: No. We we, just... we still
0: have it. I, I really should give it away to a listener. I really should do that. There have been a bunch of requests, like give it away, bring it to my daughter, bring it to my cousin who has a little, so maybe we should do something like that. Have like a raffle or just pick no, someone No, no, just give it away, pick oh. it at random. Okay. You know?
3: I think that's a great idea, as long as we give it away. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> this is The Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff.
0: It's good, feels good. And if you have any good stuff going on in your world, let us know about it. Facebook.com slash follow fits. It could be something big. It could be something small. But if it's good, let us know about it. There's a uh, photo of a fourth grade teacher from Texas running to warn parents about a tornado. And this photo is going viral because you could see the funnel cloud forming in the background. It's really petrifying. And the parents were waiting in line to pick up their kids. And luckily, no one was hurt. Uh, but the teacher was just running up to them to warn them, "Hey, my God, there's a tornado coming!" And she was literally wearing this costume and her bare feet because it was costume day for the last day of school. And she was actually running down the street with a make, uh, excuse me, a fake mustache, <laughs> screaming, "Tornado! Tornado!" And people were like, "Oh my God, who's the crazy woman with the mustache?" Do we know what she-, she was dressed as? Oh,
3: I don't think so. I think I remember seeing the picture. It looks like looks like maybe like a country type of. Yeah. Like she's wearing like a plaid looking shirt with maybe like some jeans or something I think.
0: You know, and I said sure. this uh, I said this earlier, but I was talking to my mom last week where they literally had eight or nine spotted tornadoes around them. And this is just the reality of of living there specifically North Texas and Tornado Alley. Here's the teacher on the last day of school
3: that is such a crazy photo and thank you to forever took it because i don't think anyone would have really believed me that i was running down the street and that i looked ridiculous doing it and so i'm just really grateful though that everyone ended up being safe and we got a good laugh out of it
0: when i talk to friends and stuff around the country and i tell them about really what my childhood was like it was you know in the spring and stuff commonplace for us to take cover immediately underneath our desk because there was what they call you know a tornado warning yeah. and if a tornado warning that means the tornado has been spotted and boom we were in tornado drill.
3: watch is when they're looking for a tornado tornado yeah. warning is when conditions are favorable been spotted
0: yeah so tornado warnings and stuff and seeing funnel clouds and and twisters was a normal part of my childhood one
3: ripped off my grandparents that's right in Ruth, Louisiana In Louisiana wow. yeah yeah it's and crazy. they were inside, I mean, watched it. They watched this, I, it, I, I'll i never forget my grandfather talking about just the sheer magnitude and force of that wind that can just pick up a roof like and a then train. just slam it right back down. Yeah. I mean, it it's,
0: It absolutely it's, sounds like a petrifying train. Yep. Have you seen that movie Twister? Yes. Bill Paxton? Yeah. Oh,
3: mm-hmm. miss Bill.
0: Yeah, I miss Bill Paxton too. Although I don't think you could probably lay on the ground, get your belt, wrap it around a pipe, and, you know, lay down through an F4, F5 tornado and, you know, film. Live to talk about it? Live to talk about it.
3: There was a guy on that one uh, show that was called I Survived, and he went through the middle of a tornado.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: He was holding on to the trunk of a tree.
0: Mm. All right, shout out to the uh, that teacher in Texas who was trying to save everybody from that tornado. That is the good stuff.
1: Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. It's the Fit Show. Fit happens. Show me the money.
0: Brand new study says 91% of women said that if it came down to it, they would marry for love over money.
2: That's a nice thing.
0: That's a good news. Again, 91% of women said that if it came down to it, they would marry for love over money. But there is, oh, there's a catch. There's always a catch. What do you think the catch is, Drew? Unless he's ugly. Okay. Bethany, what's the catch? Mm. Unless it's a lot of money.
3: <laughs> they would marry for money. I mean, I'm sorry, yeah, marry not, for love.
0: They would, they would marry for love over money unless what?
3: He treated him bad.
0: No, unless the guy was unemployed.
2: Oh, so it still comes back to money.
0: Or does it come down to like a man trying to show that he's trying to hold down a gig? That's a good point. Maybe it's more about, you know, that he's actually the getting effort. up in the morning. Yeah, he's actually getting up in the morning and doing the something. Purpose. Right? The lady's like, man, I love my man. There's a song about that. Yeah, Oh, man. I think if
2: you're specifically talking
0: Let's
3: about hear it for the boy, <gasps> yes,
0: my baby, he don't talk sweet. Yeah, I, wonder, I, yeah, I, I think it, a lot
2: of women wouldn't have a problem being in a relationship with a guy who was unemployed, uh, you know, currently in between jobs. Okay. But what, you this wouldn't song? probably want to actually marry him while he was unemployed. Maybe
0: that's what this is saying. Like you don't want to
2: lock boy, down, commit also, to him,
0: tie to him. That could also be a time where you could really grow together and have some fun for a little bit, right? My
1: baby, baby. he don't talk sweet. I ain't got much to say huh? But he loves me, loves me, loves me I know that he loves
3: me anyway
0: Listen to this. 65% of women say that they would feel uncomfortable getting married if their man were unemployed. Not necessarily that it's about the money, it's just that their man ain't got a job.
1: 55%
0: of women would give up their career to raise a family if their partner could fully support the family. That's an interesting stat. Yeah. Here we go. He's watching every dime. Hear that, Drew? But he me, me, me. We always so, have a real good time. So anyway, you get, you get what I'm trying to say here. Is it mostly about the guy showing his woman, hey, I'm trying to hold it down. Maybe I can't hold it down like, like you know,
3: well, I think all you... those people
0: make all that money. But I'm holding it down, showing you responsibility. And I'm showing you drive.
3: Well, yeah, I think the main thing is, is if you don't have a job, like even something, then you're kind of automatically get the lazy thing, you know, like if you're not in between, like actively in between jobs, then yeah, then you just kind of look like you're lazy and no one wants to support someone that's lazy, male or female.
0: Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with taking half a year off sometimes if you need to.
3: Whatever. If you're like really? George Clooney, but I mean, otherwise, you need to be out there paying them bills.
0: <laughs> My gosh, this is why I have so much pressure. <laughs> this
1: is the Fit Show. Fits happens live. Ladies hey, and gentlemen, please welcome. Now back to more fits. Fits it happens live. F I T with a Z. Yay. <laughs>
0: That's right. I want you to set this show. If you can, please, or, you know, I'm asking you nicely, set this show as the number one button on your preset. That's what makes you a P1. Uh, never ever really take us off. That's what being a P1 is all about. Yeah, that's it. That's all it takes to join the club. Just leave it on this this show. Never take it off. You're a P1. You know, there's some interesting things about living in America. There's, first of all, we have we have so much opportunity. We are blessed to wake up every single day living in this nation, but... It's not always, you know, pe- things aren't always peachy. There are some things to worry about right now in this nation. Like what? Well, for, well like your colonoscopy scope isn't clean.
3: Excuse me? Huh? That's
0: what I'm saying. There, there's some things you got to worry about. I mean, it, we I are so to worry- lucky to wake up in the USA every day. Don't, don't kid yourself. We are. At the same time.
3: You need to worry about your colonoscopy scope. Your colonoscopy
0: scope, scope isn't clean. That's one thing I want you to worry about today.
3: Well, are they reusable?
0: Well, they, three out of 20 gastrointestinal scopes are not properly cleaned between patients. Period. I don't know if I believe that. Hospitals are so good at their sanitization pros, you know, yeah, process. Yeah, it comes Google in it. a new, it goes in yeah, that Yeah, they have like, little sleeves it, that go yeah. on them. And Google it. Rip open the paper. I'm sure even yeah. some medical professionals will even tell you. Okay? Sometimes that scope ain't clean. Just well, it, just most reality. of us
2: aren't going for a weekly uh, colonoscopy, yeah. so this isn't a worry that needs to be front of mind, maybe. <laughs> well,
0: just keep it in there somewhere. That's not true, because remember, your gallbladder blew up recently. Next uh, next, uh, next to clog up is is the plumbing, and so you might be there sooner than you think. So far, everything's working great. All right, well, that's what I'm saying. That's what they said about your gallbladder. <laughs> that's where it starts. <laughs> Well, I had symptoms of the gallbladder. Like, I just, just didn't know it. Just like my dad, Green Bray Bob, says, man, I'll tell you what, crap's just going to start happening. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what it is, man. Okay, so uh, something else that you should probably worry about right now in America, giant mosquitoes are here. Oh, no. Giant mosquitoes are here. Uh, there, was wor- there was a word that a swarm of these giant mosquitoes could be coming to Florida now. They're here. Mega mosquitoes, I'm going to call them, have been spotted in Central Florida. If you don't believe me, everybody, Google it. They're massive mosquitoes. Now, I'm going to wait to see because
2: M- uh, I spent my entire childhood hearing about killer bees. They're coming up from Mexico. They're in Southern California yeah, now. They're right. going to get us all. They're making their way in the United States. And I grew up thinking for sure a few people I knew would end up dying from killer bee attacks. And it's never happened in the whole the <laughs> you, hype. Yeah, yeah, you thought that was
0: what was going to take you out. Yeah, somebody I knew would definitely <laughs> die from killer bees.
2: Yeah, my I,
3: grandmother. My...
0: I was also, honestly, it's so weird you said that. I think it's because we were at the same time period. I was also infatuated with killer bees. Yeah, we heard about it on the evening news all the time. Well, my meemaw
3: really was chased by a killer bee. Oh,
0: is that right? Yes,
3: but It can't be one. Well, it was just one at the time, and they put off some sort of pheromone or something that uh, attracts the others, Um, but she did live in Central America. so Well, see,
0: that's where they're supposed to be. Something else that we should all be worried about are also crazy ants. They chew up your electronics. I'm not kidding. Crazy ants. A species of ants nicknamed crazy uh, because the, and they're mainly in Texas, Florida, Mississippi, and Louisiana. And they chew through electronics. And they're here now, too.
3: Oh, well, those <laughs> ants are on some sort of bath salts. <laughs> That's really crazy. they're crazy.
0: Are they crazy? Those ants found the blue
3: stuff. Yeah, they did.
1: <laughs> F-I-T with a C. This happens. Live! Live! Hey, if you
0: like Twitter, say what's up. Uh, follow Fitz on Twitter. That's two words. Follow Fitz with a Z. Drew is here. There is uh, Bethany, the mouth from the south, and Drew this week has become Mister Dog Sitter. I mean, he's got like five dogs in his house right now. Big ones. And, and big old dogs with your with your little uh, dog Ace Man. So, yeah. how did this begin? How many are you watching and, and is t- tell me the process what you've learned from this uh well I'm, only, I'm actually watching three so there's four total when you add the a spam
2: and this happened because uh, uh, all my friends have dogs most of them have multiple dogs one of my buddies was heading out of town for the week and he was planning to leave his dogs with another friend they frequently you know swap dogs mm-hmm. around trade them you know whatever watch each other's dogs hey by the way are your friends listen to the show and stuff right yeah sure okay well not the guy who's out of town he's out of town
0: but anyway, somewhere out there, just making sure they're listening.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so uh, it, the plan was set in motion a long time ago. You know, Jason's going to watch the dogs, but Jason's sweet, sweet little dog came down with cancer, and she's not doing well. Mm. And It was really tough. And I was speaking to him last. He made week. it sound
0: like she came down with it like she caught a cold. She well, came down they, with a horrible. They just discovered they found it. Out. Yeah, oh, yeah, the symptoms just okay. popped up, gotcha. and she's she's not doing
2: well. And I, I was talking to him about it, and he was really upset. Um, and then he said, "Yeah, I, I got to watch." hey duke's dogs and i just he was so stressed out about i said well would it help if i just maybe took those dogs off your hands and he just lit up he's like oh that would be so great thank you so much i'm just trying to make it easy for here so that's how i ended up with the dogs i've never
0: watched these dogs before, but they do know my dog because hey duke has watched my dog in his house before so do dogs remember each other like that yes because when you brought the ace man over to see my boston terrier Susie Lou Snuffleupagus, they did not get along at all. They
3: did a little. Ace
0: Man was very very rude to my boss, and I must tell you. Well, like most small dogs, Ace Man
2: is way more competitive with small dogs, way more assertive. So, these dogs are all huge. Ace Man Mm -hmm. weighs 14 pounds. Hank, the biggest, weighs probably a little over 75 pounds. He's huge. Yeah. Uh, Dogs are so weird like that, aren't they? And he is just chill as can be, but it's so funny watching Ace Man direct him. Ace oh, Man he's is boss. pushing him around and Hank's like, "Whoa, I don't want you that mess." <laughs> so, Ace <laughs> Man, it, <laughs> he was coming toward me on the couch and Ace Man ran and blocked between us and was like, "Nope, you're not coming
0: here." And, and Hank like started backpedaling and he like went and stood in the corner with his head in
2: the corner. Like, Aww. "I'm sorry, I'm sorry."
0: It's amazing like these these little animals, right? They they have the, cu- you know, you know what of steel. You know, they feel like they're nine feet tall. I just think that's great how they, oh, yeah, they yeah, literally yeah. shove
2: around the biggest of the animals. they don't, I don't think they see the difference in size because literally Hank could probably fit most of Ace Man in his mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> most of him.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> but they don't, the two of them don't seem to
0: recognize that fact.
2: A
3: tasty little snack. But, so, what
0: is it? What can human beings learn from that? How these little, itty, you know, are controlling these huge, huge animals.
3: Well, it's, it's like these area. little animals
0: have like a little leadership technique. No,
3: he knows that right? it's his area. Hank knows that that's Ace's oh, okay. place. Yeah. And so he has respect for it. Uh-huh. Maybe
0: we all have to start
2: peeing on stuff more or something to like mark our territory like the dogs do. No, oh listen, you don't? You don't? Well not
0: indoors. So I do it in my neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the fit show. The reality check is on. It's, on. it's time to get real. It's real. For, real. for real. Like for real. The reality check. This is The Fit Show.
0: All right, stand by. In minutes, we're going to go straight out of country. And John Rich is saying people should quit talking about politics. He's done with it. Although he, he talks about, about saying, politics a lot.
1: He do that a lot?
0: <laughs> yeah. But he wrote a song about it. So, hey, you know what? Let's hear what he has to say. John All Rich right. from Big and Rich in minutes saying people need to stop talking about politics. He even wrote a song about it. Of course uh, he did. So hang tight. <laughs> Drew standing by with the Tuesday reality check. Out of North Carolina where a 17-year-old was badly injured in what one park ranger called a shark attack.
2: Yeah, this is terrible. And this is something to be aware of for summer. It's the season to be out in the water. This 17-year-old girl ended up losing her One of her legs above the knee This shark, she was out in the surf And this shark came up and just Snatched on and so locked under her knee So she was like
3: on knee. the beach beach I,
2: I'm not sure how far she she was out But I know that the way the shark was detached from her is Her dad came running out uh, her, the, Everyone heard the screaming, the parents were alerted Everyone was freaking out, the dad came out and started wailing On the shark, punching it in the face Which is they say, one of the things you should do uh, And it eventually detached her But she was severely, severely injured So it was, a, it was obviously a big shark yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see if wow. this is the size of it. Uh, I know
3: she is um, in the in the hospital, and she is. This said, is East
2: Coast, right? Yeah, it's in North Carolina. Yeah. She uh, even Fort said, Park.
3: Uh coming out, she said it could have been a lot worse. So she <laughs> yeah, said mean, she's going to she continue to stay I mean, if she was out swimming positive. further
2: out or someone wasn't able to get to her, it, it definitely could have been the end for her. And, you mm. know, you have some major blood flow in the leg. so it ha- hats off to the people that were able
0: to rescue her. I mean, it her. is scary. I mean, is it, is it safer just to sort of, you know, be on the beach, but swim in the pools on the beach? I mean, obviously you want to go and, and play in the water and stuff, but... Right now, there are a lot of shark sightings going on. There are things that that more parks, than, more than uh, usual. I there are things they can do water. to
2: yeah to to dissuade sharks from being in swimmer areas, but also pay attention to posted signs, pay attention to lifeguards because if there are shark sightings in particular right. areas,
0: they will shut down the beaches. Oh yeah, that doesn't sometimes stop people from going in anyway. It's so true. I noticed I was in Florida one time and there was a huge storm coming. And they even had signs on the beach like, listen, bad bad weather. People are still out there. Yeah. No, and you're right, they were they can't, running they can't stop them from going out there playing in the waves. and mm-hmm.
3: surfboard. you know, trying wow. to go out there and surf. And- in those
0: kind of cases, you're respo- you responsible kind of get what you get. Right? Your responsibility in those cases, I yeah. don't think this girl was point you know, bright, swimming man. against the rules, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's sad.
3: Whenever the waves are calling, you got to get one.
0: Sometimes the waves call
2: me. Once in a
3: lifetime.
0: You know? Fitz, this next story is
2: for you. Well, for you and and me. It's a great story. So you love Baker Mayfield, right? Cleveland Browns quarterback? Oh, uh,
0: yes. Yes. Love you, Baker. Yeah. Awesome I just love dude. the story. Listen, I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan, okay? But I love the story, what what he's doing with the Browns. Yeah. Well, here's something he's doing with
2: kids. It's really fun. He, he, last weekend, he threw a sports clinic for middle school kids in the area, brought him out, you know, had a bunch of kids out there. Folks were out watching. Uh, but some video that released from it showed Baker going 100% with these kids. <laughs> he was not playing around, he was playing for all the uh, coins out uh. there. The, one of the videos shows them playing a kind of a Flyers up style game where they're all standing in the end zone. You know, here's he's a big dude. He's, he's like six five. He's out there and all these kids coming up to his waist. And when that ball gets chucked in there, he goes hard for it. He gets up and gets the ball and takes off with it. Uh, some other videos showed him hucking balls at kids. So he's kids still and he's very competitive. In there. <laughs> and you know, he, yeah, which is great. He said, "Look, uh, I'm a competitive guy. If you're going to do something, I'm going to do it 100." percent He says J- that's just the way it should be done. These that kids, right. these parents, they brought him here. Some of them traveled a long way. I'm going to give
0: them everything. Dang right.
2: Teaching those kids the right way.
0: Love you, Baker. There you go. That's the Tuesday reality check.
1: Now, it's the Fit Show.
0: Straight out of country. All right. It's so interesting. Uh, The other day, I was just skimming through the channels. Came across the Five, man. I was actually FaceTiming with my dad, Greenbrae Bob. He goes, hey, I got to go with the Five is on. I said, okay, I'm going to turn to the Five too. We're going to watch the Five together. So, anyway... Um, John Rich was on and John Rich says that people talk too much about politics, which is really interesting because I he know he was on jo- the
3: five talking yeah. about politics.
0: And I know John Rich and I've uh you know, he does like talking about politics. He's opinionated. But he says we should focus on less contentious things when we're with friends and family. Listen to this.
1: Talk about politics if you want to watch the news or whatever, but in in regular life, people have other things that they're thinking about and worrying about, their jobs and their families and wanting to do well for themselves and their families. And, you know, politics, man, why fight about stuff like that when you go to a baseball game or hang out and do something constructive?
0: There you go, John Rich, see? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, actually, I've actually heard this before, he did write a song called Shut Up About Politics.
2: What? Really? That's right,
0: yep. Drew, do you think we should shut up about politics? Because I you know, on the show I ask you, Drew, should we build a wall or not? Well go ahead, what do you think? Well, I think when it comes to the issue of discussing politics, he
2: was making a good point in that clip where he's saying there's a time and a place for it. When so you're, you're at saying with family you're not gonna not answer. the time and place.
0: You will not answer. When right.
2: you're on a radio show with other people, not the place. But
0: and what about this? Is your shirt red or blue? I bet you can answer that one. Well, it's neither and it's both at the same time <laughs> all
2: right
0: here's shut up about politics here we go
1: you punch left, i punch right we're caught up in the middle of a deep swamp fight some people lie and some people steal but everybody's talking about the green new deal shut up shut up about politics ain't nothing but a big pile of dirty tricks I'm tired of all the fighting and the bitching fit. So shut up, shut, shut up! up about politics. Well,
3: what do you think?
2: Is it a, is it a hit song? I don't think it's album ready yet.
3: I don't know. I mean, that was that was actually a live thing on on the on the five. He, so he did that live. But I know that all the proceeds from that song, I believe, are going to help um, wounded warriors or or some sort of military or veterans.
0: Well, I so. think I think everyone knows. The past several years at all holidays, family functions. You got to shut up about politics, seriously, at your dinner table. I mean, at this point, I don't even care if you talk about it in the workplace, but when it comes to politics at the dinner table with your family around Thanksgiving, Christmas, you can't go there. You just can't. Oh, I've seen it
1: firsthand. I
0: have too. I bet you everybody has in some way, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, it's just going to continue. You know, things are going to continue to get cray, and we just got to, you know, you just got to roll with things. It's how it is. And with that, folks. We just took you, what?
1: Straight, straight, straight out of, of country. country. Straight out of country. It happens live. Real. Funny. Oh, oh, what the heck happened? Pick it up! The Fitz Show.
0: What's up, P1s? Thank you so much for checking us out. Set our show as the number one button on your preset. That makes you a P1. And when you message us or, 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 or call us or say hello to us when you meet us and you say P1 since D1, it's it's like you will absolutely make our day. I am welcomed in this professional transmitting social media distributing broadcasting studio by Drew. And right over there is Bethany the Mouth from the South. Um, Hey, Drew, what was the horror movie that came out this weekend that, that uh, you were just telling me about on Friday? Ma. 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 Ma the how, meatloaf. How did Ma do? I think fourth place on the weekend. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I wanted to bring that up because I just got this message. Hey, Fitz, uh, I'm out of town for work a whole lot. And when I'm gone, my husband and our 10-year-old son have movie time. I heard Drew talking about the scary movie on Friday. Well, that's what happened with my with my husband and kid. They picked a movie. They went to go watch it together. My husband is a huge horror movie guy. And in the past two months, he's let our kids watch Poltergeist. The Ring and Kurt Russell's The Thing and oh. now, Ma, this weekend. Next, he wants to show our son The Exorcist. Isn't our ten-year-old way too young to watch scary horror movies? Natalie, forty-five years old. Thank you, Natalie. First of all, for listening. Uh secondly, is that a thing? Is that a thing for like ten-year-olds to really enjoy scary movies? Sometimes that I definitely think that's too young, especially Maybe. John Carpenter's the thing. The one with Kurt
2: Russell in it is horrifying. It that that movie freaks me out today. And those movies well, usually just
0: the visual, the imagery on that movie. It's terrifying. Some might say, though, that I don't know movies like uh, Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter. And oh all no, that Lord of stuff. the Rings
3: has have the, the some orcs might say that's like Lord mm-hmm. of the Rings. That's why I still haven't shown my kids. Because I know some preach. Christians
0: say that Harry Potter is demonic and preaches uh, do, you know, yeah. uh satanic stuff. Is that too, is that true, Drew? I don't think that's true, but I, people are free to the you know welcome to their
2: opinions on stuff like that. It, it, they feel like that's uh, encouraging black arts because it's magic, it's it's wizardry and that sure, sort of
3: it's make believe.
2: And so, to those people, if it's they fun. don't want their kids to see it, then
3: that's fine. But I'm that's asking their choice. You, do
0: you think that it's? Uh,
3: oh, I think, I think it's
2: all just
0: good, clean fun.
2: Hey,
3: thinks It's hocus. How oh, dare you, Drew? I, really? Yeah, I
0: think it's it's a fun. You don't movie. think it's luring children down Harry a dark Potter path? Is
3: amazing. Don't even <laughs> go there.
0: No, I do not. <laughs> and you know, I've never uh, watched one. Really,
2: for Harry Potter. They're surprisingly I'm good. To now. They're really good movies. Like you think they're made for kids, they are going to be dumb. They're really
0: good. They're
3: really Didn't she good. just write
0: several more? From what I understand, like Harry Potter is is continuing no, now. She does.
3: Yes, yeah, she did. Uh, the no, she no, just no, came she,
2: out with four she more. She just announced.
0: I, I just think announced
2: she announced it they aren't days out, ago. But she just announced she's going to continue the Hogwarts saga, but it won't have. The characters we know. Right. Won't uh, it Harry, won't have Harry, won't Harry have and Hermione, Hermione and or Frank Ron. or whatever the
0: other guy's name. Ron. is. Hello, puppet. Is Ron. that Harry Potter? Oh, Frank. Ron, yeah, Ron Weasley. Ron Weasley. That's right. Mm-hmm. What Ron would you Ron say?
3: Weasley. What would you say
0: is the big draw for Harry Potter? Like, why is it so great? Why Why do even adults love Harry Potter? Like, why should it's I watch it? Make
3: believe. Number yeah, one. It's, it's magic
2: and yeah. fun. It's lighthearted, but also kind of scary, and it's it's well rounded. Maybe that's it. Mm-hmm.
0: So again, Harry Potter is okay for a ten year old, but. Apparently, Ma or Poltergeist is not like, okay yeah. for 10-year-old. I mean, that's oh, like not.
3: stabbing and like Honestly, I probably and...
0: saw Poltergeist at 10. Okay. And it scared me. You know what? Feel free to continue to sound off on my Facebook page, facebook.com slash follow Should Should this lady's husband let their 10-year-old watch these scary movies? Do you think it's appropriate?
1: The one and only. Goodness. This is The Fit Show. And now, and here's now, my now, daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day.
0: Thank you, of course, standing by at the What Are You Kidding Me desk. I'm going to take you out of Ohio. Bus driver of the year. A school bus driver in Ohio got a DUI last Thursday while she was driving a bus full of children. Oh my oh.
3: goodness. Oh.
0: People say she was weaving all over the road, uh, she almost flipped, and when the local news talked to her after she got out of jail, she blamed it all on a bad donut. Huh?
3: A bad donut.
1: (laughs) Now, I'm
0: wondering here if she's talking about the donut, like on the tire of the bus, or like a real bad donut, like like the food, right? I think she's talking about the food, like a donut. All right. Well, the DA disagrees. I have some exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio right now.
1: I got something from the school to eat, and it had made me sick. Well, what so did you have? From a donut. To eat a donut. My stomach was just hurting so bad that my wheel fell off the the thing, the curb. Oh, that that's all sense. it was. And then it was, you know, going at forty-five miles an hour. Uh, okay.
2: So anyway,
0: let's. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She's
2: a villain. She needs to not be hauling kids around, and she right. needs to not
0: talk to the press because she's not doing herself any favors. Yeah. uh... Find an attorney and, yeah. Yeah, shut up. Because you're going to jail. Never, ever drive a bus again. Page two. What, are you kidding me? A very special, what the, Florida story. Later, Gator. There's a couple uh, of amusing 911 calls about a giant alligator in someone's kitchen. Last Friday, yes, it happens in Florida. Listen to this.
1: There is about a 10 to 15-foot alligator that was in the road, and it is now thrashing around in front of one of the units in their door. Wow. And it is huge. Did you see the pictures <laughs> of this? And if that no, owner I mean, wakes up, they're going to be in big problems because it's right there in front of their door, and he's making a sound. I mean, he's thrashing. I have a gigantic alligator who came into my garage and is sitting in my kitchen, a huge one. Okay, I'm sorry, is it in your house? Yes. Okay, you said it's in it's your it's huge. It's in your kitchen?
3: Yes. It was enormous. Oh my gosh,
0: that's something, man. I hate snakes, I mean, and those big old alligators freak me out too.
3: Whenever they say between 10 and 15, I'm at least saying this alligator was 12 to 13 feet long. I mean, it oh was goodness. huge.
0: They're massive. What was it looking for in the house?
3: I don't know, but it was angry. You guys Mouth think is it's, open and uh, everything. Urgh. And you don't think
0: it's you know k- kind of ironic that Godzilla just happened to come out a couple of days ago?
3: Oh, that's <laughs> You true. see this massive lizard.
0: The crazy okay. thing is, you see those videos of those things walking across golf courses like it's like the.
3: And they have like a swagger. Too. You know, they're like, oh sway, yeah. Yeah. Swagger.
0: All right, there you go. You got the. What are you kidding, kidding me? Stories of the day
1: The Fitz Show. He's hilarious. The good, the bad,
3: and the gossip.
0: These are the Fitz Files. Let's see what is going on. What's trending? Star Wars is trending again. I I, I guess that many of the original Star Wars cast members last week reunited at Disneyland for the launch of the brand new Star Wars attraction. Now, listen. I'm not saying they haven't aged well, but the best looking one was Yoda. I'm not. (laughs) Aww. (laughs) I Botox, I do.
3: Harrison Air Ford still looks pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Harrison's
0: always awesome. He's got that big old white beard right now, which is pretty cool.
3: He's still handsome.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Harrison just Ford. Just don't
3: let him get in a plane.
0: Right. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, gosh. I just think
3: someone need... Who keeps letting him fly? But
0: hey, when somebody wants to fly, though, you can't hold somebody down. You got to let them spread those well, some- wings. Well, sometimes you do. Sometimes clip them.
3: Yep. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you're they older, need to be clipped. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dang. To take the keys. <laughs> it's time to take the
0: keys. <laughs> All right, uh, Bethany the Mouth from the South with the Fitz Files.
3: Okay, so uh, that couple I was talking about, that big Hollywood couple. Oh, I'm talking about Bradley Cooper and Arena Shake. Uh-oh. Is that right?
0: Yeah. Supposedly, uh, are they having some issues? They
3: are on the rock.
0: Here comes Lady Gaga. Hello.
3: He can be so much better
0: than Gaga. Yeah, but there's something. I say this all the time, and ladies don't listen to me. There's a little little dirtiness, a little lady in the street but a freak in the sheets about the Lady Gaga. I can that, see that. That's, that's what's luring him in.
3: Well, I don't know if it's Lady Gaga, and honestly, she hasn't even been anywhere near him, you know, that we've been hearing about. Recently. Everybody right now,
0: wherever you are, at home, at work, in the car, look where you are right now when I'm saying it. I'm calling it today. Gaga and Cooper. Something's gonna something's gonna be happening. Okay. Are You're you writing, are you writing it. it down? You're gonna remember this moment.
3: Well, I Lady can tell Cooper. you, the pair are said to be trying to work it out because they do have a daughter. Oh, that, I didn't know uh, that. They have a daughter together. Yes. The so. model
0: his his wife is so stunningly beautiful.
3: Well, they are not married. They are not oh, okay. married. Okay. But um, yeah, they have a little daughter named I believe her name is Leia. And um, they began dating in April 2015. So hopefully, you know, they're trying to make it work, but they say they're miserable together, all the sources around them. So. I I miss you, Lady Gaga.
1: (laughs) I
0: hope you call me on my phone. Message me on Facebook. I'm sitting here and I'm home alone. Trying to break up with my lady. Okay. In all the
3: good time. <laughs> Thank you, Bradley. Okay, let's move on. You never
0: know when he might break in on the show today. Yes. Oh, boy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, Jay-Z is the first hip-hop artist to land billionaire status, boy. Ooh. That's right. Oh no, um, know. That
0: whole title music thing he did didn't do well, did it? It's still doing all right. Actually, it's doing Um, all right. A
3: combination of successful companies, a lucrative catalog of music, smart investments, and real estate holdings all contribute to his considerable wealth. And this comes from Forbes. I mean, so they pretty much know what they're talking about. Jay-Z is now a billionaire. See, I
2: I heard this and I thought, no, Dr. Dre got there first. But I looked it up and although it was reported he got there first, people say he's only at 850.
3: Only.
2: Only. How's he gonna? How's he only eight hundred fifty million? How are he and B, Beyonce? How he and B? How are they gonna make it? Well, no. Jay Z's got the billion. Dr. Dre's only at 800, 850 uh, million.
3: Gotcha. Yeah. So he and his family are struggling. <laughs> okay. So, and I have to throw this one in there because I am such a fan of Bob Ross and his Happy Little Trees, and I'm excited for him because he's finally getting some serious recognition for the first time ever. His work is being displayed in a museum. Four of his paintings are part of an exhibit of New Age art in Chicago.
0: And he's is he still alive? No. Bob Ross he, he passed oh. a number of years ago. Yeah. Well, good I for him though. He still, he lives on through I his can't work. Mm-hmm.
3: it hasn't been in uh, you know I mean his paintings are gorgeous they're beautiful I he, love is,
0: he is Picasso
3: yeah I think so that's the good the bad and the gossip that's the Fitz Files
1: Fitz happens live, live. the Fitz show
0: everybody, welcome back to the show. What's up? Uh, my name is Fitz. So nice to meet you. Please, set our show as the number one button on your preset. We want you to be a P1. Set our show as the number one button that's that preference one button right there. Yeah, that's all it takes to be a P1. You hear us talk about the club. That's what
2: it takes to join. Lock this show in on your number one preset. Hold it down till it beeps. Never take it off. That's how you become a P1.
0: Bethany, the mouth from the south over there, we really, you know... Not too long ago, I had to drag her on the show because, you know, people were dropping like flies and we (laughs) – like, you know, uh, Jenna, our head of security, she went back to being a mommy, which is absolutely fine and and wonderful. So, Bethany, you know, you you jumped in and people are learning more and more about us, you know, all all the time. Like, even stories about our wedding. Somebody messaged me. They said, Fitz, I remember you on one of your shows saying that – did you really – have whiskey before your wedding? And didn't that make your wife Bethany the Mouth from the South Mad? And I wouldn't say it was... Yes, there was a shot. Drew, do you remember what it was? A wild shot turkey. Of... It was a shot of wild turkey.
2: turkey. Turkey's going to get
0: you. Yeah. And the thing is, before that, my brother-in-law Thomas, for some reason, thought he'd you know give me a Xanax. And so, <laughs> I remember I didn't take the whole Xanax. It was half of a Xanax. And then, it was also my brother-in-law Thomas who walked up to me and said, Hey, get you a little snort. And... That's what they call it—taking yeah, a shot, a shot of whiskey. Get you a little snort, take a shot of whiskey, and it was, it was wild turkey. So it got kind of weird. Bethany thought that was a little awkward that I had a little uh, a shot or two before taking our vows. Well, and I it mean, didn't affect me at all. I honestly didn't feel any. Uh,
3: yeah, I bet you didn't. Um, I because you know it's naturally a day that you have jitters. It's you're anxious anyway because it's maybe just you should something have had that that it been, some wild turkey. Well, I mean, I thought about you know, well, maybe I'll you know. You know, maybe just, you know, have a little drink or something to just chill out. And then I thought to myself, no, he will be so mad at me if he Ooh. finds out that I have <laughs> drank something or taken yeah. something before I walk, you know, yeah. up to the altar. I never and told you. And then here I find out. But then you he found out the
0: garter was on the other
2: leg.
3: Yeah, exactly right. <laughs>
0: well, I never told you your grandfather, your wonderful grandfather, he was taking a couple of shots with did me. not. I'm teasing. Yes. But uh, is there anyone listening who has an awkward wedding story? Samantha's on. Samantha?
1: Okay, so the wedding was this year. The groom got so drunk Um, at one point, all the groomsmen were in the bathroom egging him on to puke, and he couldn't do it. And the photographer was in there trying to take pictures, but the (laughs) photographer decided to leave when one of the groomsmen had to actually stick his fingers down his throat, down the groomsmen's throat, to get him to barf. And it was just so ridiculous. And then, like, they came out, and then, and then they all did the speeches. So then the person who did the speech was like, "I'm there for you, buddy." I'll do anything for you. I even shove my fingers down your
2: throat. Why would he do why? that? Why? why was the photographer in the bathroom taking pictures of them when they were getting sick? Because but I why was one of the buddies saying, capture
3: the moment's And why
0: was one of the buddies saying, Oh, here, let me stick my fingers down your throat. Here, do it for me. I've never seen that. I would never let my buddy do that, ever. Ugh. Uh, Reagan, is uh, Reagan? do you have an awkward wedding story?
1: All right. It was actually my best friend's wedding, and um, I was the best man. And his brother decides to get trashed before the wedding, and uh, he's a violent guy and decides to pick a fight with the uh, bride's father. And the police end up getting called, and he ends up going to jail on his brother's wedding night, and they haven't talked since. <laughs> so worst of all, his the mom was on the brother's side that started the fight.
3: See? Alcohol. Mm-hmm. All involved. They're all
0: alcohol related. It's all alcohol. Kind of sounds like Drew's awkward wedding story. <laughs> well, I've got two of them.
3: <laughs> We've only heard
0: one. We don't need to get into any of them. No, probably pr- better. Right now. All right, if you have an awkward wedding story, we'd love to hear from you as well. Fits <laughs> Happens Live. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, everybody. What have we learned today for Tuesday? It's June 4th, 2019. I can't believe it. June is here. Um, this is where you tell us what you picked up from from our show. You know, just everything we were, we were talking about with you and you know, our fun banter, our banter that we do uh, every single day. Here's what I learned. I learned that this sweet little old lady, she's about 112 in Florida, spotted like a 14-foot alligator in her kitchen. I'm not even kidding. She was a sweet, she wasn't a hundred something, but she was a sweet little old lady who discovered you know walking in the morning she was just gonna make some sweet. No, little it was toast. in the middle of the
3: night. It was like early, well, early, yeah. early morning, like still dark outside.
0: Well, she was just gonna yeah. make she but was just gonna make some toast. That's what well, people get up. Well, walking
3: in your fri- to your fridge and all of a sudden a fifteen-foot no, alligator imagine. is like hissing at you. I can't
0: imagine. What's I can't imagine. I would
3: change my shorts.
0: Yeah, yeah, you would. <laughs> You would ruin those shorts is what you would do. Oh, yeah. Uh, But that's what I learned. So look out for those Gators if you're in Florida. Hey, Drew, what have we learned today? I learned that Baker Mayfield, the Cleveland Browns
2: quarterback, he didn't play half speed for anyone, not even a bunch of middle school kids. He put on a clinic, and he,
0: he put on a clinic for those kids. That's right. He played hard. You know, I I never understand why people always hate people who like to compete.
2: See what what is it?
3: I got it from Baker Mayfield. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. <laughs> Baker Mayfield dislocated my shoulder. Yeah. Um. You know what? I gotta say, years ago when I was a baby DJ doing nighttime radio in Dallas, Texas, I, I went to this uh, place called Lifetime Fitness and Michael Irvin was inside. Uh, Deion Sanders was inside. And we we're just playing pickup basketball. I was playing pickup basketball with those gentlemen. Dude. They were going full speed. Sure. Like they were going full speed. Like they were in the NBA Finals. Absolutely. Yeah, I believe it. Like they're on the football field. I don't know any other speed. And that's the way it should be every day in life. You got to wake up, you got to compete the same way. And if you see somebody doing that, say thank you for doing that. Mm
3: hmm. Or not. Sometimes those people are kind of hard to deal with. Oh, like, is that what feel hard to deal <laughs> I'm just saying they hard might to deal you where know, they might go hard at everything in life yeah, which yeah. can be a little tough to deal with it uh, sometimes but
0: what if bills get paid
3: hey it's not my household <laughs> do your thing buddy
0: uh, all right Bethany the mouth from the south what have we learned today
3: I learned that Jay-Z is the very first hip-hop artist to ever become a billionaire Wow yeah that's cool that's a pretty big feat That is. that's huge.
0: All right, and with that, you guys, have a fantastic uh, rest of whatever you're doing right now. Thank you so much for listening, and we're going to see you tomorrow for the Hump Day Show. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew.
3: I'm Bethany. Think
0: big, because you're thinking anyway. And who's better than you?
1: Nobody. Nobody!